Let's bring in Jonathan Good, Portfolio Manager at Barrett Equity Asset Management. Jonathan, good morning. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Caroline. Thanks for having me on. So before we get into SMID or small mid-cap stocks and your growth fund, I just want to get your sense of the market overall, because I was talking with my last guest, Dan, about potentially retesting those lows, what would happen if we break through them. What's your call? Do you think that the lows are in for the year or are we making new ones? You know, that's a great question. Uh, I wish I uh, was that clairvoyant and could make that sort of prediction. Uh, it's certainly just been very volatile and, and challenging times right now. You know, last week, I think you saw a pretty strong rally uh, off a lot of positive commentary, at least from the individual companies that we talked to. You know, and then you head into this week, you get a difficult inflation number that caught people uh, maybe on the other side of that trade, a significant sell-off, uh, and then, you know, a, a nasty headline from FedEx this morning. So it's really just, uh, it, it's almost day by day, week by week. Um, and so, again, that's kind of why we try to, to stick with uh, what we've done for a long time, and, and that's do bottoms-up fundamental research on, uh, on what we think are compelling growth stocks. So you're comfortable putting money to work right now. You'd be buying dips, and we'll talk specifically about what you like. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you you make a purchase decision or, or decide to, to make a trade, there's always risk potentially to the downside. Um, you know, we take a much longer time horizon uh, with our funds. And, uh, you know, if you look at kind of where we are, you know, evaluations have corrected significantly compared to a year ago. Um, you have stocks that are down significantly, particularly uh, plenty of growth stocks. And so, again, I think with, you know, our benchmarks being down over 20% year to date, our funds are doing a little bit better, um, you know, but I think the risk reward, uh, you know, maybe a year from now, 12, 18 months from now, uh, could actually be potentially positive. So tell us a little bit more about your fund. It's a small mid-cap growth fund in terms of strategy uh, when, you're, when you're going about investing, because I guess I, I, you're saying 12 to 18 months out, but... When I think of small and mid-cap stocks right now, if we are in fact entering a recession or at least a downturn and thinking about inflation, those would be the companies that might struggle the most, no? Sure, I think um, you know there's been quite a bit of debate around small cap stocks in particular, right? Maybe a lot of people would have thought they've been doing better because a lot of them are more domestically focused. Um, but you know what we do is we focus on companies that have strong profitability, good secular revenue growth, favorable competitive dynamics, uh, and strong balance sheets. And so I think you know, those are the kind of companies that potentially can weather really difficult times. And so uh, the conversations that I'm having with CEOs and CFOs, uh, I think there's proper amount of caution in how they're viewing the business, but I think there's also a uh, confidence that they can navigate really challenging markets. And although the trade seems to be uh, everyone is expecting a recession, I think the commentary is, well, we're not quite there yet. Um, and so, again, on a shorter term basis, I think companies are navigating a, a really tricky uh, environment. Uh, but we, again, try to have a, a diversified portfolio where we don't take really big sector bets. We don't take major uh, position sizes. Uh, so we feel, again, we have uh, a diversified portfolio that can, that can weather challenging times like we're in right now. So your funds ticker is BSGIX. We're taking a look at some of the top holdings right there. Uh, but in terms of some individual names you like as well, I see five below is one of them. 
It's uh, it's down about 35% year to date. But tell us why you like this one. And uh, you'd be buying, it's only down about a half a percent right now, but you'd be, you'd be buying this modest dip that we're seeing? Well, sure. Um, you know, again, there, there's a perfect example of what we think is a, a really good company that the stock price is already down significantly. Uh, if you look over the next 12 months, their sales comparisons that are going to be facing are, are much easier. Um, and then they're also a company that can grow by building out new stores. So they're not necessarily so dependent on the, on the existing store base. So um, a good example of, again, a, a higher price, uh, a high quality company where they sell at a lower price point. So if it is tough uh, for the consumer, uh, they could see uh, increased traffic as, as consumers move down and, and uh, think about five below as an option for them. Can you give us a few other names that you like? Sure. You know, uh, on the healthcare side, uh, Shockwave's been an unbelievable uh, growth story. Uh, they have novel technology that helps uh, uh, treat calcium in arteries. Uh, that stock has grown significantly this year. They have a tremendous growth runway that's in front of them. So even though I think maybe the, the market narrative is to stay away from high multiple growth stocks, uh, this is a company that uh, is, does have a richer valuation, but just unbelievable execution and, and phenomenal growth. Um, and then on the technology side, another stock we like is Paycor. They're in the uh, HR software space. Again, there's so much focus around the jobs number. Is there going to be weakness in employment? Um, but their market opportunity is so big. Uh, they, they have a really good traction with the new products they've been launching. Uh, and we think the stock can, uh, can, can do pretty well, again, with a longer investment time horizon. Yeah, Paycor, another winner this year, but only up about 5% year-to-date, a little less, compared to Shockwave's 56% year-to-date gains. But, you know, you were talking about these conversations that you're having with CEOs and CFOs, and obviously small cap, you say, more domestically focused, so maybe don't have to maybe deal so much with supply chain issues and stuff, although if they're, if they're importing their goods from, from China and such, I guess so. But what are the biggest risks that, that these uh, executives are worried about in terms of, uh, you know, headwinds, I guess? Yeah, I think, you know, we're just trying to find out are all those issues that we've been wrestling with now for 12 to 18 months, are they getting better or are they getting worse? Um, and so, you know, again, with a, with a longer time horizon, 12 months from now, do I think the supply chain situation for a lot of companies is going to be better? Uh, definitely. Um, you know, I can't say that uh, with certainty, but, but I think, you know, on the margin, companies are saying that, um, you know, maybe our, our situation in August was a little bit better than July, or July was a little bit better than June. And that could be in terms of, uh, you know, wages, supply chain, uh, et cetera. You know, a lot of companies are also going to be dealing with uh, unfavorable foreign currency comparisons. But uh, I'm not so concerned about that because that pretty much affects everybody across the entire market. All right. So you're saying there's light at the end of the tunnel. We certainly appreciate it, especially... On a day like today, although I, I will say that we are already uh, pairing some of those losses. We're off the lows. So that's another bit of good news. Jonathan Good, Portfolio Manager, Barrett Equity Asset Management. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Caroline. Thanks for having me on.